0: Chapter 54 Traffic Hello, Angie said, her voice crackling through Ryan's Corvette's speakers. Angie, listen, I got a couple of things for you. Firstly, I need you to send Jessica Raven some flowers, $100 maximum, put a little card on it that says, thanks for all the fun, let's do it again sometime, Ryan said, hinting that something had happened. Secondly, but most importantly, I need you to come into work today. Ryan caught a glimpse of his devious smile in the rearview mirror. She probably had planned her whole weekend, thinking she wouldn't have to come in, he thought. And I just fucking ruined it. I'm sorry, Mr. Pinkerton, but I can't, Angie said sadly. His smile disappeared as quickly as it came. Don't give me that shit, he said, anger building in his voice. You know the drill. If I'm there, you're there. It's simple. But, Angie whined, Mr. Pinkerton, no buts, Ryan said, interrupting. There are a million interns out there who would give their left tit to be my assistant. I've told you this. I've told you this a million times. I'm sorry, I can't, I swear, Angie said solemnly. Haven't you seen the news? No, what's going on? Ryan asked as he pulled the car over. Actually, hold up one second. Oh, it's crazy, Angie started there. Shut the fuck up for a second, will you? Ryan said, interrupting again. Ryan pulled his iPad out from under the seat and it came to life revealing the hardcore porn site he had visited the last time he had used it. He looked at it for a moment, thoughts of Jessica Raven and her oozing pussy making him lick his lips, before he overpowered the temptation to jerk off and brought up a news website. This has to be a joke, Ryan said, scrolling down with his finger. I wish it was, Angie said solemnly. Damn it, I gotta get into the office, Ryan said, throwing the iPad back under a seat and pulling out onto the road. You can't go downtown, that's the worst place to be right now, Angie said. Work isn't worth your life, Mr. Pinkerton. It fucking is, Ryan yelled. Everything I have is there, I don't have a choice. But, Angie started before Ryan pressed the button on the console, disconnecting her. Fuck, Ryan yelled as he hit the steering wheel. The 101 freeway heading south towards downtown was empty, but the northbound lanes were full of cars heading away from the city. Even though his intuition was telling him to get off and return to his home in Toluca Lake, he had to get there. His life depended on it. As he passed under the bridge near the exit to Benton, Ryan noticed the traffic up ahead was at a standstill. So with the skyline of downtown looming, he decided the best move would be to get off the freeway. The streets were in chaos. No one was obeying traffic lights. Everyone was trying to get as far away from downtown as they could in the fastest way possible, but the need to get to his office was overpowering any sixth sense he had to avoid heading into danger. After a few near misses with speeding cars at intersections, Ryan finally got to Beverly Boulevard, and it seemed like smooth sailing all the way to his office until he saw the lights coming from police cars blocking the road. Fucking pigs, Ryan said as he turned the wheel and sped down a side street. He weaved through streets, alleys, and parking lots, slowly making his way closer as he avoided the police lines, but it all came to an end when he turned right into an army roadblock. The sight of a barricade of armored Humvees and a squad of army men in combat gear finally woke him to the seriousness of the situation. Ryan rested his head on the steering wheel and thought about his options, and they all came back to one undeniable fact. Everything that he had going for him in this life and the next was in the top drawer of his desk. He used to bring his Bitcoin wallet home with him every night, but he was so impulsive with his late-night trades that he started purposely leaving it at the office just so he couldn't lose any more money. Frustration grew as he realized there was no alternative, and he headbutted the steering wheel, making the horn beep. The army men with their backs to him turned and looked in his general direction for less than a second before returning their view back to the city. "'Fuck this. These assholes aren't stopping me,' Ryan muttered as he hurriedly put his pants on. After his pants were on, he opened the glove box, rifling through the car manuals, registration, and insurance papers, setting off an avalanche of papers onto the floor. He took the small gun that laid by itself after the debris had cleared and reached around to the back seat to grab his blazer. After tucking the gun in the inside jacket pocket, He stepped out of the car and put it on. What the hell is going on here? Ryan bellowed as he stormed towards the barricade. The two large army men swung around, their guns pointed straight at Ryan's face. Whoa, put your guns down, Ryan said indignantly. I'm an American. In perfect synchronization, the army men brought the sights of their guns to eye level and adopted a more aggressive stance. Sir, step back. You cannot be here, the larger one ordered. ''I need,'' Ryan said. ''Sir, as you can see, there is a situation,'' the larger one interrupted. ''There will be no entry into this area until safety has been ensured.'' ''I only gotta go two blocks,'' Ryan pleaded, changing his tactics. The Hispanic one stepped forward and looked Ryan up and down. ''Hey, you been bitten?'' the Hispanic one asked stiffly. ''What are you talking about?'' Ryan asked, patting himself down. ''Have you been bitten?'' The Hispanic one repeated, stepping behind Ryan. Have you or anyone you know had any contact with any of those things? Those things? What did he mean, those things? Ryan thought. The news website had said terrorists, not things. A wave of uneasiness washed over him as flashes of Jessica Raven and Brad Green flooded through his mind. Well, no, no, I haven't been bitten, Ryan stuttered nervously. I just need to get to my office. Sir, the situation will be resolved shortly, the larger one said, pointing to Ryan's car. Until then, you need to get as far away from the area as possible. Ryan turned and saw that a few cars had now parked behind him, and a small crowd was gathering. The larger one saw this too and brushed past Ryan and headed towards them. Folks, return to your cars, he commanded. We have to keep this area clear for emergency vehicles. Gunfire broke the brief silence and made the crowd duck and cower behind their cars. Instinctively, he turned back to the barricade and began running towards the action. ''Get out of here!'' he yelled to the crowd over his shoulder. ''Now!'' The crowd started running from the danger. Not needing his own invitation, Ryan ran back to his car as well, keeping low to the ground. He was about to dive into the passenger seat for the second time today when he realized that he had been blocked in by other cars. The crowd had decided to disperse by foot instead of in their own cars. ''Where are you going?'' Ryan yelled. ''Move your fucking cars!'' He turned around to see the army men had retreated a little towards him. Whatever they were shooting at was coming faster than they had expected. ''Go, go, go!'' the larger one yelled at Ryan as he fired his weapon. ''My phone!'' Ryan yelled in vain, trying to raise his voice above the sound of the automatic weapons being fired. ''Get the fuck out of here, man!'' The Hispanic one screamed over his shoulder. Ryan stuttered but eventually gave in to the more sensible idea of running for safety, leaving his car and phone behind.